we are again. I'm joined by one of many Neil Fitzpatrick's. Too many. I've actually tried that as a, like, yeah. uh, back in my trying to be famous for other things days, I, uh, yeah, just Googled myself out of interest. Like I, as I you do. did a few shows and stuff, and but no, there's a really good vet called Noel Fitzpatrick who comes up first. So when Noel. You, yeah, so okay. when, you, when you type in Neil Fitzpatrick, it goes, did you mean Noel Fitzpatrick? So, yeah. That's a bit rough. Yeah. That's so not, a bit rough. Yeah. yeah. So not only are there, there are other Neil Fitzpatrick more famous than me, right. there's also a Noel who's more famous than all of them. So yeah, it's it's not good. It's not looking good for my SEO. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what's the the Fitz part of Fitzpatrick actually signify? Yeah. It's uh, it's from the French feasts, actually. So it's one of those mm. uh, Norman uh, kind of uh, bastardizations of French, kind of. So it, it was uh, feast meaning son of in French. Yeah. So Fitz uh, being also just son of. Funny enough, every Irish like surname preposition like Mac and O also means son of. So okay. uh, my surname, literally Fitzpatrick, is like son of Patrick, but traditionally translates to Irish as Mokgillafodrig, which translates to son of the servant of Patrick. Mokgillafodrig. Exactly. Yeah, you nailed it. Actually. That's mm-hmm. Gaelic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Irish, in fact. Irish. Well, like you're right, it, you know, you're right in saying Gaelic, but every single Irish person calls it Irish, kind of, you know, okay. as, as a language. There's some turf there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so well, okay. Not uh, as interesting as I thought it would be. I mean, <laughs> we might cut that. <laughs> you, you would be Fitzpatrickson uh, in the Nordics, exactly, uh, or Patrickson. Patrickson, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, that's true. Yeah, we, I guess we don't get too creative with the with surnames in general. We're pretty, as a species, we we keep it safe with surnames, at least in in Europe, from what I've seen. Quite yeah. clannish, exactly. And also a huge welcome to you, Nicola Volpe. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Volpe meaning foxes. Foxes in plural. Italian. Plural. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You can't just be one fox. No, no exactly. No. Then I would be Volpe with a with any. Which exists as a surname also. It does exist as a surname. It might actually be uh, more common. Uh, this is than crazy. Volpe. This is just. This is uh, the, the the insights are just streaming <laughs> wow. out. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. Well, uh, Spotify rap dropped this week. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Something I've uh, really like followed with serious interest over the last few years. And uh, looking forward to, to getting into it because I think uh, we'll, we'll have probably some hot takes about it as a topic yeah. overall. But I have to preface the entire conversation by saying that my Spotify wrapped this year has inadvertently been completely tanked and ruined oh, right. by my mm-hmm. own terrible behavior. And yeah, the long story short there is I'm in a band. I do make music and publish music. And uh, in the genre of, of ours, which is like very unknown uh, Danish rock music, uh, it actually really makes a difference even if one person listens to your band. Mm. And that one person can even be yourself. Uh, it's a growth hack. Yeah, I mean, that's it because every song has a, a number next to it saying how many times it's been streamed. And for a new artist, there's a big difference between zero and 2000, for example. So it's not uncommon, let's say, allegedly. And Alleged, I'm, not, I'm not confessing yeah. to anything here, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, well, I basically am. But uh, it's not uncommon for Danish bands to make a playlist of their music and add other bands to it. And then they share that around with each other and say, let's all listen to this, uh, perhaps even on repeat, perhaps with the volume down and just right. leave it. To, now, allegedly, you know, I'm not saying that happened. That's deeply corrupt if it did. But uh, on an unrelated note, my Spotify wrapped is uh, a lot of Danish bands, actually. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. there you go. So I don't feel like I have much to share on mine, but uh, interested to hear uh, all about yours. Yeah. No, I mean, I think actually, like, as a as a concept, I think it's quite a cool thing since, uh, I mean, I've maybe had Spotify premium the past four or five years or so. And I kind of now, like, I get to this time of year, oh, yeah, Spotify wrapped is coming up. It's Let's see what's on there. Yeah. Like. 
I think you know what you've listened to, you know, you know the patterns, but having it kind of as a, as this exercise that comes out like a, a bit of a, like a self-awareness exercise, uh, if, uh, if you want to get very meta about it is, uh, is quite interesting. It so is. really enjoy going through it. Especially the, the number of minutes, right? Cause like yeah. no matter what number that comes out on its own, it's, it's a useless number. It's like, for me, it was something like 9,000 minutes or something mm-hmm. like that, which you're like, is that high? Is that low? And the only way you really learn anything is when you compare it with other people yeah, which benchmark. is the genius of the system which is yeah. like it gives you some metrics which are meaningless on their own but they force almost the sharing of them because then yeah. you you talk to your brother like from mine for example who comes out every year with like thirty thousand or forty thousand or some mm-hmm. insane number which equates to like average eight hours a day of music listening which I, still makes no sense but like mm. this is the genius of it i think that they like they've picked the right metrics to share which are like just viral by nature you know yeah, so yeah and as a as a marketing play as okay. a as a growth play it's brilliant right because it creates the virality and the and the fomo for the non-spotify users to yeah hey i, I kind of want my own you know i might try 100%. it for next year right so. there's a, there's a whole meme industry around it because not only are people sharing their spotify wrapped mm. but now i'm seeing so many memes about spotify wrapped where it's like here's how much i care about your spotify wrap you know like all this like jokes about right it, you know? exactly which is like a whole other like unintended consequence probably right. from spotify but like it's a it's an industry this yeah, still stuff. publicity right yeah. for them i mean it's uh Fantastic. And actually, yeah. on a side note, it just makes me think, are there any other wraps you would like to see on your year? Well, I was thinking about this today. Well, yeah. well, I, well, I knew we were going to talk about this. And then I thought, you know, like, why haven't the Netflixes of the world, yeah. et cetera, you know, thought sure. of a wrapped? And then on the other hand, you think about it and it's like, well, because a song you'll actually re-listen to multiple times. Most yeah. people won't re-watch the same series yeah. in the same year, at least. Or, or yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be way less interesting. It would be like, you watched horror for this yeah. much. Or, yeah. It's not as insightful, maybe, or yeah. it's... Because it's more an event when you're watching something, right? Yeah. As opposed to listening, maybe you have it in the background yeah, all the time. Yeah, it can go unnoticed like for yeah. a while. But okay, actually, I need a hot take from you on this one. Before This is an unplanned hot take, but it has occurred uh, to well, me. Well, I love those. And it's very important. Let's put practicality out the window. Technology is out the window. So everything's possible. What metric would you like to see wrapped for you in in a, at the end of a year? And it's like, assume magic exists and like, you know, there's a tracking yeah, yeah. on it, you know? What would be a good metric at the end of a year to be able to say like x thousands this y thousand that i think a supermarket run that's a good one how like many times? like your yeah. average basket well the how many oh, times yeah. but also like the average basket how many eggplants do you buy a year yeah. and are you in the top 10th percentile of people in europe or in the u.s in terms of uh eggplants or aubergines if you will uh, yeah. so that's one that comes to mind uh, that's for that. sure yeah. yeah i'll ruminate on this topic yeah, yeah i'll see if i have any more ruminate i feel like there's huge potential i i, I mean i think you could uh you you could apply it to uh to just about uh to just about anything huge i mean my own if you could you could apply it to your own closet and wardrobe Ooh. if you will oh that'd be good t-shirts wrapped like t-shirts which, jeans oh, wrapped. how many wears yeah 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 it would be quite sad though because oh, also, yeah i mean yeah. I'm very functional with my wardrobe. It's those jeans are the same ones kind yeah. of on a rotation. Yeah, yeah. They even get washed sometimes, which is. Yeah. Okay. So not, not too many insights to uncover on that one, let's say for you. No, maybe not so many for me. For my but, wife, on the other hand, yeah, it's a exactly. totally different ballgame. For the one. average person. Yeah. It could actually drive decision making for her. I think I this think. is still, yeah. that, that business idea has legs, I feel somehow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how we're going to 
like clothing analytics. You're going to have to have like a, a tablet linked to your drawer chest yeah. slash your wardrobe yeah. slash your coat hanger yeah. that kind of takes in the info as you go. Or like RFID, everything you buy, right? So like, you know, those like little stickers that, that can be used to like trigger the security in a shop. Yeah. You buy one of those and it, you put it on every tag of all your clothes and then it, it does the rest. Like your phone is tracking it and it knows you're wearing this t-shirt or that t-shirt or whatever. I uh, I actually think we need to stop sharing this idea because people are going to uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, deal it. We should cut this out. Exactly. Just do one massive bleep over that part yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Yeah. People And people will enjoy listening to the bleep. The <laughs> two, sec, two minute bleep. Build suspense, it's, it's right? modern art. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, we're back yeah. on track. We're back on... But the uh, world of rap is endless. Yeah, so yeah. I mean... Um, I looked at my uh, at my list uh, and uh, it actually made me, you know, a bit uh, a bit wary of myself where mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, I I might be a, a bit clinically insane when you look at who my top 5 artists are Ooh. and the eclectic blend if you will which makes absolutely no sense that they're together but I guess yeah. it's a it's a window into my uh, functionings or uh, or All misfunctionings right. uh, if well, you let's want. Let's go. Let's hear. So I'll go in uh, in ascending order for you. Yeah, number five. Yeah. At the number five, a strapping Julio Iglesias. Ooh. How about that? Julio. Julio, not, not Enrique. Enrique. The yeah. father, Julio. It's the father, okay. Yeah, yeah. And is that, do you think, just based on your own knowledge, is that one song you're listening to, or are you like diving into his... Uh... So one song was really big, uh, because it's uh, it's it was a big song for the wedding, uh, which oh, we had a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I go through, you know, my, my, my Julio days where I'm like, you know, I wow. want some Latino love music today Jeez. and then he'll be on loop for the day. And then wow. you have enough of those days, I guess. Yeah. He makes it into the top five. So Golden But Oldie. All right. Number four, Elton, Sir Elton. Ooh, headlining Glastonbury this year, just announced actually. Yeah. I saw that actually. Sir Elton. Yeah. Are you going? Uh, not not that I know of. I, yeah, if, okay. if a ticket falls into my lap, I would be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. But those things are pretty hard to come by. Elton. So. Yeah, yeah, Elton, yeah. And it, again, are, is this like, a, oh, uh, your song, right? This is, And that yeah. was also from the wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, you'll be researching for the wedding, finding mm-hmm. that song, and then you're reminded, wow, what a voice this guy had and I guess right. still has, right? And yeah. then you just get caught up in Elton John. Like, He's pretty... Uh, He's pretty for the for the wedding song genre. He's probably the goat, actually. I would say, like, that's a take. Yeah, because who else beats him? Like, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know I Ed mean, Sheeran has has come up a bit with his uh, some of his repertoire, but like, still, yeah. Elton John is like, but, yeah. And that's the the versatility. There is yeah. Elton is also probably the goat for the funeral songs. He's got the whole market candle cornered. in the wind. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The guy, Jeez. he's he's there with you, you know, for, for every milestone. He's a ceremony specialist, yeah. yeah. That's the man. Oh, he's good. <laughs> Elton. Yeah. Unbelievable. So number four, we've taken a jump there already. But, uh, yeah, uh, number four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Johannes Bach. J, JS? Johann Sebastian? Yeah, that's, no. that's your guy. What is he doing in here? Uh, he's there. Uh, that's the, like, partially deep focus music. Yeah. Slash... I've been listening to too many podcasts and hmm. I'm just going to put on some classical in the background to like calm me down cool. to not have all these words coming in constantly. Huh. Um, yeah. And this year I just, uh, 
I mean, I couldn't tell you the names of no, no, any nobody, of the pieces, can. right? Can, but yeah. I just go onto the This Is Bach playlist this is Bach. and I just let it run. Jeez. And sometimes you go out for a little walk or you're going to the supermarket or mm. whatever mm. and you just, you walk around with that. It's like a, a natural soundtrack. It's like a movie score to your life. So. Yeah, yeah. He Actually, has some yeah. kind of cinematic uh, numbers, I would yeah, say. I would say. But what intrigues me about that is like, if I was in that scenario, I wouldn't go for composer i would just go i would type classical into spotify and just hit one of those playlists right well, and that's a great one yeah. because there you have i think it's called the the classical essentials yeah yeah, yeah. and then the bangers yeah. the big hits exactly yeah. exactly the and that's how all, i yeah. think i got to the back was and from I, there yeah. that was my follow-on question which is presumably you've done a full mixed playlist and you have your back playlist yeah. is there something about back specifically that you're like he gets me he is like he gets the vibe yeah, there must be something there. there must be. I can't put a word to it. But, just uh, yeah. but yeah, it just, just sounds great. The other one I loved uh, was, um, especially from those classical essential players, was just hearing Yo-Yo Ma do work. Mm. Oh, yeah. Putting just in on that cello. the bow work. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know the name of it, but you know the one he plays in the West Wing when he's on there? Exactly. That's, exactly. Uh, it just that's another goat yeah. we're talking about and goat, there's a funny like playing. when he's when he's on that west wing episode yeah they're like uh oh you did it great that time we're just uh just just keep doing that and yeah. he's just like yeah. yeah i mean don't worry about it and he's just like on note on key the whole yeah. time they've done like 30 takes because the actors in the background aren't getting their exactly. stuff right and the guy's just a machine he's a pro that guy's yeah. a pro yeah. yeah very interesting yeah yeah, yeah. and now top two <laughs> number two kendrick Ooh, Lamar. He's been showing up in a lot of people's. Like, we just jump from Bach yeah. to Kendrick Lamar, and that's where yes. I say like I'm all over the place. Yes. But you know, I could see a connection almost. You know, like we're yeah. talking about the uh, most influential musicians of uh, of our time, Kendrick K. Lamar. And is that uh, his new album, or are you kind of digging into the back catalog? Yeah. So I think it was inspired by by the release of the new album yeah. in in the spring, yeah. right? Yeah. But then just going through the whole catalog, all the back albums, oh, yeah. and. This is one of the few like modern artists, you know more about this than me, mm -hmm. but where you can still listen to these things as an album. Yeah, From yeah. first song to last as an album, and it actually means something. 100%. The songs are actually, you know, feeding into each other, mm -hmm. uh, even fading in and fading out of each other at 100%. times. I, I think he's brilliant. That's his, that's his kind of, uh, for me, the, his whole appeal is like, he puts these projects together, which are cinematic storytelling, like, piece of art that works from song one to song whatever 12 yeah. and uh the bangers are kind of incidental like yes he does have yeah. a few and like there are some that take off and become like you know be humble or like those those kind of songs which transcend the, the album and become their own thing yeah but the vast majority of his appeal is sitting down and actually just going all the way through and any of his albums they have yeah. that kind of arc to them which yeah. is a uh, super cool the only problem is like he's actually quite hard he was number one on my uh rap okay. this year yeah but i found like just with that new album i haven't it's the only one where i haven't really like properly sat with it multiple times all the way through kind right, of, right. Know? but i think there's some cool songs on it, yeah sure. there's some cool songs and the nice thing also with spotify is you can just follow along with the lyrics as yeah, well i'm yeah, like oh key. wow okay and genius yeah. as well especially yeah. for kenrick if you can get onto the genius yeah. app because it's like yeah, yeah you need full explanations for some of that stuff there's also some really cool uh youtube clips where they explain mm. basically his different voices slash characters that he uses Jeez. uh i mean because the guy it's it's a crazy range but yeah. like yeah, totally yeah. different styles different voices different pitches it, uh, I think he's uh, he's really uh, he's really something. Huh? Absolutely, but yeah. I didn't know you were actually uh, a Kendrick uh, stan. Yeah. I really so actually, 
Uh, yeah, which surprises you when I have Bach, mm. Sir Elton, and, and Julio. Exactly. Um, when I was in, in high school in the States, all we listened to was rap. Ooh. Yeah. And then, that's uh, that's yeah. all we listened to. I mean, it was like, ironically, prep school, and all we listened to was rap, yeah. right? But yeah, like, yeah. of course. But that's, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. I just uh, went along. Man, but but that never uh, leaves you. Like, no. uh, there's been some studies done to show that, like, whatever you're listening to at that age really sticks as your preference way beyond like way into your 30s yeah. 40s it's like you'll, it's the one you'll keep coming back to whatever yeah. that genre is you know yeah. uh, for some people it's like that emo phase or you know like right uh, exactly so exactly going back to the green day or, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. whatever it is yeah and with kendrick i think the other cool thing just to rap on him was yeah. like this was a comeback album for him because yeah, yeah. he had been out of the picture for four years basically since black panther right, right? yeah creative uh, um like creatively yeah. bankrupt in his in his own yeah telling of it you know yeah. he just said he, he needed two years to even start writing stuff again and then yeah. gradually found it but like yeah. yeah but also the the authenticity and trying not to use that term too lightly yeah. what he is rapping about what he yeah. is saying i mean talking about in to quite a degree of depth mm. mental issues what he's gone yeah. through all of this type of stuff as um, opposed to my chains and my cars and oh, yeah, whatever yeah. right like oh, yeah. That's and actually like he, that, that's been part of him since from the start. Yeah. And I saw interview or not interview. I saw reviews of this album citing that as possibly its only weak point, at least from a listener point of view, mm. that he gets so vulnerable and so like uh, honest and transparent about some of these topics that you're like, this is kind of like oversharing almost. You know, a it's bit uncomfortable it's, in yeah, that part, yeah, yeah, right? Which I'm sure is the intention. Yeah. But then just from a listening perspective, you're really having to go through that. You know, like and. Be confronted with that which is sometimes what you're in for and sometimes when you open spotify you're not there to be confronted by you know this kind of uh material no, let's exactly say. But, yeah. sometimes you just want the one i have at number oh, one here we go the transition yeah the boss <laughs> love it i'm yeah. not surprised yeah this is uh it's the boss i mean boss. uh yeah. unreal and again unreal. what's the what's your entry point there every time you open spotify and just go give me whatever just Anything of his work, like any, yeah, any yeah. album. Anything. I mean, I, I have him like on on the easy clicks on the on oh, the yeah. homepage right away. Yeah, yeah. This is Bruce Springsteen. Put it on any occasion. Yeah. Go. Sometimes go to an album. So go to the Born to Run, yeah. uh, mm. nineteen seventy five. Play those six songs. They were short albums, like yeah, two yeah, sides, true. maybe eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just. Uh, I mean, I grew up having him on the radio all the time in yeah. the U.S. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, it's just for me, he never gets old. Yeah. And also when you see him, you know, go look at him on Jimmy Fallon last week or whatever. Oh, yeah. He literally doesn't age. I mean, the yeah. guy looks spectacular, great shape, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to see him in July. Where? Here? No. Here. Oh, Copenhagen. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was coming. Yeah. He's doing a, he starts the US tour in February to mm. about April, I think. Uh, and then he heads uh, to Europe for the summer. Jeez. Yeah. The boss he does long like big long gigs as well like he three is, four hours that's his that's his passion yeah and and the energy still at age 76 i yeah. think he is yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but easily three three and a half hours yeah and speaking yeah. of albums i've heard i've never seen him but i've heard what he does is like plays a few songs and then goes okay now we're gonna do all of born to run from start to yeah. finish or like and just like yeah. that's it for the next hour and a half He's, that's like uh, what you listen to but like the guy crazy. is uh yeah special place in my heart i'm yeah. reading actually right now i'm working my way through uh his biography or one uh, from uh, from a couple yeah, of years ago, few, yeah, yeah, called Born to Run, of course. Jeez. Uh, but uh, for me, with him, it's okay. Voice is distinct, all of that, whatever. The they're bangers, mm -hmm. but dare I say, 
one of the best storytellers yeah, yeah. of the last 50, 60 years. Totally. Up there with novelists, directors, whatever you want. One of the best uh, storytellers. Yeah. That would be a good hot take to get into. Yeah. Just, I think we could do a whole pod the list. On, yeah. the, on the boss at one point. And Probably add it to the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Jeez, there good. you go. So that's my top five. So, I mean, it, it's it's got a bit of everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, was nice to see that and think, okay, what? And, and it makes you reflect, okay, wow, what? What was this year like where, mm. you know, the boss is number one, but Kendrick is number two. What were the moments with one or the other, right? And all of this. So yeah, there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's then a lot to uh, to unpack on that. Probably you could just sum up your year, like with those five, right? It's yeah. like ups and downs, highs and lows, yeah. high energy, low energy, weddings. Like, you know, the, all, right, all exactly. the key moments are represented. Exactly. Yeah. When do I need to, you know, get get pumped, get some energy? Yeah. When, when are you a bit more down and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot there. Thank you, Spotify Wrapped. Thank you, Spotify Wrapped. Yeah. And I'm uh, sure we'll, we'll do this every year yeah, you know, well, as a tradition on we've our, got to. on our podcast and maybe yeah. you know on the next one uh it won't just be uh you listening to yourself yeah, on loop. i'm gonna stop doing that now this is uh <laughs> this is not good but uh no huge yeah should yeah. we uh transition on to our next uh, yeah topic? let's do that we can take a, a little break and then uh, you've got a, a little uh, concept uh set up for us and uh, let's segment, see where that goes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a potentially recurring segment. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, let's uh, let's take that quick break and then uh, come right back. We are back from the break and onto a very exciting segment that I'm uh, very proud to introduce. A concept that uh, I'm sure will take the world by storm and will become. I can see this being a game show. I'm talking like we can sell this to every TV station oh, wow. in the world. It is a concept and a half. I'm talking, of course, about the segment Ultimate Celebrity Interrail Group. Oh. <laughs> I think this oh, is. Oh, I, I yeah. smell the chaos yeah. already. This is this is where we need like a sound effect or a theme song or like something. I'll yeah. see what I can rustle up. Yeah, on a little this. jingle, right? Exactly. But uh, so, as as listeners oh, no. will be becoming familiar with of our of our podcast, we're all about hypotheticals, and we want to uh, stress test some hypothetical scenarios and maybe uh, play them out a bit and see uh, see what comes up. And this is no exception. Uh, interrelling though. So we may have some people listening who've, who've actually never heard of interrailing or, or don't. Have you uh, have you interrailed before? I haven't done it, actually. I'm a victim of, of two things. I yeah. think one, that at that prime age of the interrailing, I was I was still in the US. Oh, yeah. And then I was this in Europe Ryanair kind of yeah. uh, taken yeah. over generation. Exactly. So yeah. I haven't done the actual... Uh, Proper interrail. Taking a lot of trains around Europe, but yeah, not yeah. the interrail. I mean, actually, there's nothing new there for you. But then again, I feel like it's it's an experience that it's it's a shame not to have had because it's it's very unique and very like, uh, yeah, a, a very memorable time. So much so that I did it twice, actually, during my, my college years. I just, twice? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and almost the same route two times, two different groups. But like, I, uh, I just loved it, right? So for anyone who just doesn't know at all what we're talking about, the interrail is a pass, actually, that you can buy. And it's relatively cheap. I think these days it's like 200, 200 and something euros. Mm. Uh, for a set period of time, it can be a month or it can be a number of journeys. And that gives you unlimited rail travel on the national rail lines around Europe. So generally what people do is pick a starting point, pick an ending point, they book those flights. And then within that amount of time of like, say a month, you're actually pretty much just doing whatever you feel like, you know, you mm -hmm. can book a hostel at the night before. So you can be in Paris and say, eh, I feel like uh, Hamburg. And then you get the train up to Hamburg and, you know, yeah. so it's, it's a very kind of free and uh, actually quite cheap way of getting through Europe, you know, 
Uh, funny enough, it was introduced uh, 50 years ago this year. So it's like, uh, it's in its anniversary. Okay. And uh, so yeah, in 1972, it was introduced as a, a means of promoting youth travel across Europe, right? By the European Union or yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And uh, over time then, in the, I think it was 98, so quite recently actually, like in relative terms, they opened up the age limitation and just said, okay, anybody can enter it. Like you can, you can mm-hmm. get a pass and, and do it. And uh, despite that though, like it is available to everyone. It's kind of uh, not so popular as uh, it did have a little comeback in the last few years. Also post COVID, it was kind of a, an option, let's say, right. when, when flights were less uh, feasible. But uh, generally, like, this is kind of a relic of a bygone era, really. Like, yeah. it still exists. People do it. But, like, this was created in a time where you couldn't Google Maps your way anywhere. You couldn't jump on Skyscanner and find a cheap flight. There was no Ryanair. Let alone that, there was no internet. There was no phones. There was right. no, like, th- this was, like, the way of the youth of, like, the 70s and 80s were seeing the world and getting out, you know, yeah. into Europe. So I feel like it's kind of a weird uh, phenomenon this interrail thing right and uh the reason i wanted to, to bring it up is because particularly an interrail trip is a bit different from your standard holiday right mm-hmm. like at least f- when you're doing it as a as a student right you're sp- saving every penny like pinching every penny you are you're doing it because it's cheap right the rail ticket is cheap and you're staying in some pretty dodgy hostels let me tell you at least in my in my experience <laughs> like uh there's always that equilibrium when you're you're sorting the hostels by price and you know you start from zero of course and the first one comes up maybe it's like 30 euro a night 40 euro a night mm-hmm. and you have to do that inward reflection of like how much do i value myself like <laughs> how, how much is my self-esteem willing to take a hit on this yeah. hostel you know yeah but anyway that all that to say basically that these kind of holidays are not for the rich and famous for example mm-hmm it's not a luxury, you know, five-star no. experience. By and you're any not, you're not going to see, you know, the Kardashians interrailing around Europe anytime soon. I'm pretty sure. Although that would, would be a great PR move on their part. Yeah. Like uh, her publicist can give me a call because like, I, I think there's some. Well, yeah, there. and she can pay you a cut once oh, they actually oh, make that serious. Oh, that's like. damn right. <laughs> but that was what led me to this because in this day and age, I don't think either of us are going to go interrailing anytime soon. And I think most of us you know, who have established ourselves with a, you know, a bit of a job. We have a limited number of free days a year. We, you know, we, we prioritize our time off differently. We go somewhere yeah. we really want to go. We make sure it's nice, blah, blah, blah. But that got me thinking, could interrating be fun for us? And could it be fun for the rich and famous, for celebrities? I think there's something there. There is something there, I think. And that has led me to creating Ultimate Celebrity Interrail Group, Oh no! Which is this segment oh, to end all segments? Go. So you're actually the first contestant on Ultimate Celebrity Interrail Group. <laughs> what first an honor. of many, first of many. So uh, here is the not convoluted at all uh, rules of Ultimate uh, Celebrity Interrail Group. You are the contestant, and you need to assemble a group of four people, including yourself. So you you have three buddies that you're going to go interrailing with okay. across Europe. You have one month of of a trip that it's a mandatory one month. You can't cut it short halfway through. Okay, right? you're okay. going to be interrailing. I don't think we're going to get into necessarily which cities and stuff like that. All right, like, all let's right. just yeah. assume you're going to do a nice route and like yeah. you're going to do a bit of Eastern Europe, a bit of Germany, yeah. Poland. Yeah, a it's month's worth. Be, we'll yeah, cut across most of the heavy, continent, right? right? Yeah. So you're going to be really up close and personal with these people. Like you, you're every day you're sleeping together, traveling together, yeah. everything, right? It's uh, it's an intense ordeal. And you have a roster of people to choose from here. Oh, great. Now, the, in this occasion, in this round of Ultimate Celebrity Interrail Group, the roster is the top 10 highest paid actors in 2022. Ah, so no Boris Johnson. No Boris this okay. time. I this think time. W- right, World Leaders enough. Round is 
absolutely on the cards for next time. Yeah. I did consider it, but I thought ultimately, <laughs> well, let's go broad to start with. Let's make it, you know, yeah. somebody everybody knows, right? Yeah. And then uh, let's see what hypotheticals come out of that. I was just picturing myself on a train with uh, with Bojo and Xi Jinping, but. Uh... That would you be, know, I mean, if anything, like if nothing else, that would be a great conversation to uh, <laughs> to listen in on. Do you get to bring the translators as well, though, for for Xi Jinping? That is the question. But uh, maybe, I mean, for maybe. the sake of banter, I say leave the translators out. Exactly. Like, and, like come on, figure it out. He understands English. Yeah, come on. He would be. Uh, <laughs> he would be. It would actually would be uh, pretty surprising if he didn't have a bit of a training in, in the old angles uh, <laughs> but uh so let's say that the prize of the of the of the game show is this if you can bring your group through interrailing for four weeks okay then there's like a survey at the end that they all have to fill in mm. and they have to say did you enjoy your interrailing experience okay yes or no okay that's it they don't know let's see somehow they don't know that this is like what's linked to the prize money right if all three of your attendees say yes they tick the yes box and go actually this was a good experience i enjoyed it i enjoyed the company i enjoyed the trip you get one bajillion uh, dollars okay us dollars so i make decisions based on you know maximizing their exactly and you, you have to enjoy it as well but like you could lie let's say you know right. like you could right. say oh it was amazing right i'm in on it but the key okay. thing is you need them to also enjoy it right okay so i'm going to read out your your roster yeah now in this first run through, probably the best thing to do is rule out any that you hear, right? right. Where you say, this person is yeah. not coming, right? Yeah. Here we go. And this is in order from top to bottom, right? Of, or yeah. the top 10 highest paid actors. All male, but that's okay. that's not like uh, a decision I made. That's literally just what... what so what so it's a lad's trip. It is a lad's trip, yeah. Right. And do keep that in mind, yeah. Okay. So, number one, Tom Cruise. High potential. I take, uh, it, he's, I take it he's not ruled out. I can swing both ways. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna write him down from now. Okay. And speaking speaking of Scientologists, actually, number two, Will Smith. Was actually I watched him on uh, on Trevor Noah. Uh, oh yeah, giving oh, an interview the other night because yeah, yeah. he has a big uh, this this movie coming out on uh, yeah. on Apple TV Plus, and so it was finally up. coming out of the uh, the shadows. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird interview because they mm. talked about like the slap and stuff, but then like. It was difficult to gauge like mm. the sincerity and like on the other hand it's like if the new movie comes out and it's a really good movie like mm. for me face value it's a really good movie right but there is then also the whole discussion around cancelled and all of this but you yeah know. i think unfortunately because he got the oscar for best actor right for uh for the williams uh, movie I yeah think. king yeah. richard yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly so uh I feel like he can only go down from here. Like, as in, he's not going to get Best Actor twice in a row, right? Anyway. Well, he's not even in the Academy anymore. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, even if this movie is actually really good, it's going to get slated. And his performance, yeah. I think, is going to get slated just because yeah. it's like, why the fall from grace, you know? Yeah. But anyway, he's our second I candidate. I might have to take that up with him on, uh, on okay. our train. He may be on the train. Yeah. Like, you'll have plenty of time to talk about it on the trains. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Over a month. There's a lot of, uh, lot of trains. Number three, an, an obvious choice, Leo. So uh, Leo's there. Okay. Leo's on. He's mm -hmm. number three. So keep him in mind. And uh, number four is Brad. So like these, we're not talking any like you know uh, crazy outside calls or these are mm. like the, the big yeah, names, yeah. right? In Predictable Hollywood, so far. Although number five, I thought I, I was like a bit surprised. Uh, the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, number five global highest paid actor in the world. And depending yeah. on the year, he can actually also yeah. be higher. Exactly. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen him. I, I googled around a bit, and I've seen him even topping some lists. Right. Yeah. Like he's a. Uh, shockingly popular dude like for yeah. someone who was a big wrestler in the 90s it's like yeah he's uh he's done whatever he did like or whatever yeah. whatever his like uh team have done is like 
impressive. Very likable also oh, is insanely. how I would describe. Insanely. Yeah. But like, let, let's not, you know, say he's uh, Daniel Day-Lewis levels of acting. You know, like... Well, no, no, absolutely not. You know, but, uh, but he's making the big Imagine books. Daniel Day-Lewis and Jumanji. Like just, I would, I would probably see that. But uh, I, I think The Rock is an early favorite to be part yeah, of the crew. Yeah. So you think, and I, we'll get into it, but so you think that the Rock, genuinely, him today, he's going to get flown in, like, and he, you're, you and him are together from now. Like, he's going to get recognized as you go around Europe. Do you think he's going to embrace that experience? Like, he's really going to. Oh, I think it'll be vibes. Yeah, just absolute just banter. Yeah, he'd be up for fun, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so probably we can or, or almost lock, lock him in. I right? think we can almost lock him in. Okay, yeah. well, we'll let's hear back. out the other five. Yeah, well, you're going to actually you have some really strong candidates now coming up. Number six, Will Ferrell. He's up for it. Oh. He's up for it. Oh, wow. And, in, uh... and on that note, actually, in the very same vein, Ryan Reynolds, number seven. So okay. comedy yeah. comedy lads are coming in there, right? And he's been spending a lot of time in Europe lately, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. So potentially now we have seven candidates. We have three more. Yeah. And now we're getting into the bit more kind of uh, hunky action territory again. So Chris Hemsworth. No. No? Okay, no. We, we strike him out. I'm, not, I'm not even no. considering him. No, no he's Chris, out. Okay. you're out. Liam too, even though yeah. he's probably not in this list. No Hems. No Hems no. at all, actually. Yeah. Okay, and then you may rule this guy out straight away. Vin Diesel. Wow, that's a throwback. Mr. Furious. Yeah. What's he been doing? Furious? Other than, well, yeah, just the Furious that's franchise. It. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. are they? Iteration yeah. 21? Well or? past 12, I think, at this point. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Hmm. Mm. I I think he's worth a double double click, but uh, we'll we'll come back. Yeah. Right? He he'll, he's in contention. Yeah, and I know what you're going to say on this one. Number ten, Tom Hardy. No, that's not happening. No, he's not. He's not welcome. No, no. We talked about this. No, not, not on my interrail. Not not on the lads <laughs> no, no. on tour. He's welcome to go interrail, just not with you. Yeah, or, yeah, or exactly. Um, okay, so that's the list. That's who you can choose from. Now okay. we need we need three names, and crucially, not only do you need to get on well with them. And they need to enjoy the experience of interning. They also need to get on well with each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think The Rock and Will Ferrell are in hmm. for sure. Wow. I didn't think Will was doing uh, For sure. Oh, I, I think Will, uh, so you're, he, he you're, can bootstrap around Europe for yeah? a bit. Yeah. Do you think, think he's a man of the people? Like a, kind of a, uh, an everyman? He can... He I think can... he could be. I think also he can blend in in a way some mm-hmm. of the others can't. Actually, yeah, I see that. He has just some, looking uh, like a middle-aged man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. He, he like might be, someone would ask, are you Will Ferrell? And he'd be like, no, I get that all the time, you know? Right. He, he, probably, exactly. he might even just play it off and be like, no, I do look like him, but, you know. I, I think uh, I think okay. he could get away with it. So we have The Rock, we have Will Ferrell, and I need one more. Exactly. I mean, I think, I, I don't think we could rely on Tom Cruise to make it to the end of the four weeks. And especially not to tick the box and say, I liked it, you know, like, no, we exactly. Need, we need him to he come would, out. He would it. be quite passive aggressive. The first thing that goes yeah. wrong on that trip. So hundred percent. I think Tom, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's out. Will Smith might have a bit too much recent baggage and, and demons that he's trying to, mm. to fight with. And honestly, I don't want to be on the end that Chris Rock was on uh, no. a few months ago. I so I just don't think anyone's safe uh, from a slap. Like, no, yeah. exactly. And especially on interrailing when tensions are high, you know, like his, it, it, you can travel with basically anyone interrailing, and I guarantee there'll be a fight sooner or later, right? Yeah. You do not want Will Smith to be that guy no. that you're fighting with. No. no way. Well, so we're basically down to Ryan Reynolds, Vin Diesel, Leo, and Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt, mm, 
No, no, I'm not seeing it. I'm with you. Uh, I'm I'm just not seeing it in terms of like the 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 lifestyle, of course, you know. Within well, one this, and yeah. also the vibe though, like we, and the vibe with, yeah. with the rock and will. You now have like high energy, like yeah. cracking jokes. That's like, what we're going yeah. for right yeah. now. Um, now, Leo, that's an interesting one because one, I think, too serious. Yeah, potential from from what we see. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I mean, this is the guy essentially on which Entourage was based. I mean, this is a guy who you know yeah. has has a, a certain party man, yeah. lifestyle, yeah. A, a party man, if you will, yeah. um, and huge environmentalist. Mm-hmm. So, so he he would be up for the interrail. Uh, you know, he'd As probably a, bring yeah. along cameras to show, hey, I travel around by train and not uh, by plane type of thing. So if anything, what you'll get there is a definite yes. When he's asked, did you enjoy it? He'll be like, I did because it wasn't flying. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So I think, because I think if I bring in Reynolds, yeah, uh, it's 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 too much on yeah. top of Farrell and, uh, and The Rock. Like exhausting. I just... These guys like you, you, Leo like, could bring a laughing. balance, yeah, and you know a different a different perspective. Um, I know you want me to pick Vin Diesel. I just I have a I I, just okay. Let me can I give you ten square? Can I give you my pitch for Vin Diesel? Right? Please. Every successful travel group has a mix of personalities, right? Yeah, and there needs to be some who are like leading the banter and like really like let's do this let's do that and the rock is going to do that for you for sure mm-hmm. and then you need one with like the humor and i think will's got that covered like you know and the rock is a funny guy too what you need now is a stoic rock of the group you know someone who's gonna like come along he's not gonna like push for his agenda he's gonna say yeah that sounds good let's do that he like even won't be cracking big laughs you know he'll be he'll be like listening and like going <laughs> yeah yeah but like he's gonna be like the the low energy kind of keystone of the group you know okay and i guarantee when shit hits the fan like uh the police stop you guys you're, you're hanging around prague somewhere you you've uh left your wallet in a bar and the bar's closed and you know everything's gone to shit it's gonna be vin diesel he's gonna say guys this is not a problem we come back tomorrow it's gonna be fine you know? so he's the reasonable one yeah, he's the yeah. peacemaker yeah he's uh he's the one that gets us to the end of the trip is what i actually you think. think he like by the end of the trip you guys might be like you know what vin you were like low key the MVP of this trip, like potentially. Now that's my maybe I'm being overly generous, but something about Vin Diesel, I think he's like he's a guy you want to have around. You don't think there's too much alpha energy in there with the Rock and him? For some reason, like I know Vin does all these like Fast and Furious movies and stuff, but I actually think like he's not he's not as like the alpha you know as no. those movies are you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And like he's done Chronicles of Riddick, he's like a graphic novel fan. He's like. He has layers to him, I think, Mr. Mr. Okay. Diesel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, um, yeah. All right. So <sighs> we're going on interrail. You buy it. You buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sold me. Yes. Uh, yeah, because the alternative was Leo and then... Uh, Leo or Ryan, but we said Ryan was a, was a no-go, right? Yeah, too much. I think yeah. we'd be in Vienna and, uh, you know, before midnight type of thing, we'd lose Leo because he'd fall yeah. in love yeah. with a girl there yeah. and then yeah. I wouldn't get a... His new, uh, yeah, yeah, his exactly. new young, young girlfriend. New yeah. flame. Young girlfriend, exactly. exactly. All right, so uh, The Rock, Will Ferrell, and Vin Diesel, who actually I think are all in the same kind of generation. Uh, that's an, Yeah, because that was my only other thought. These are all kind of senior guys. And uh, that, the list they paid their all, dues. That's why they're on that list. Yeah, right? exactly. Now, these are these are like guys a good 20 or so years older than us, let's say, you know? Easily. Do you yeah. think the vibes will be good still? Yeah. I guess well, I think they have to be. Yeah. I mean, there's not much. You're gonna uh, just make it work. Much yeah. alternative. The only one that is a potential regret to not bring yeah. is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. 
yeah. in terms of the in terms of the banter mm. and the vibes. Um, I don't but, know, but yeah. is it all an act? His ban- yeah. banter and vibes. Right? He does a lot of uh, yeah. put on. Uh, right. Yeah. I yeah. think he, he's going to have bad days. Like he's going to have some days where he's like, "You guys didn't really laugh at any of my jokes yesterday," and I'm kind of annoyed about it. You know, like okay, yeah. I think you, you don't okay. you don't need that kind of toxic energy. All right. So we'll bring the Vin. Bring the Vin. We'll Lock bring Will Ferrell. Yeah. And the Rock. I think that's actually a pretty good group. And like, find me one person who doesn't want to watch that that travel show. You know. No, that's I'd uh, watch that. That's something. Yeah. The lads. Let's do it. Lock it in. All right, here well, we that go. That was uh, the first uh, yes. of, of absolutely very many <laughs> celebrity interrail trips. Um, but uh, join us next time because I'm sure uh, this segment may not return next time, but it may return again. And uh, it's uh, it's an instant classic. So thanks for uh, thanks for playing. Absolutely, thank you. Let's uh, let's hit the next break. And we're back uh, now with the the final segment for uh, for this uh, for this session, and this is uh, yet again another new one that we're testing out, seeing uh, seeing how it goes. And this one is all about uh, hypothetical scenarios where we actually don't even know the scenarios because exactly. we're inputting uh, two people, two characters into a scenario generator, uh, and then uh, just play that out. So. Neil, what I'm going to do is I'm going to input you and a person of partially your choosing uh, into the into the scenario machine, and then uh, something will be spit out, and then you just gotta you just gotta play along with it. I'm so ready. I you ready? Like we yeah, we've had a look at this machine before, and it's like delightfully mundane you know it's like it's scenarios that are like extremely (laughs) straightforward and that's what makes them so uh there's no complex algorithm here exactly uh, but there's uh there's some good banter it's real it's like real world stuff exactly which is exactly uh, what i'm all about so you have i have one person for each of three categories uh so you can either start with a world leader Mm -hmm. uh star of the cinema okay or uh a musician Okay, I think uh, let's go for a world leader to kick it off. You want to start with a world leader? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so inputting this world leader into the machine. You ready? Prepared. King Charles and Neil carve a pumpkin. Oh, I hate it already. Like, (laughs) oh, no one's going to have fun here. Like, I know he's going to hate it, like, for sure. And I don't think it probably... Okay, question one. Has he ever carved a pumpkin? Like King Charles. Personally, uh, has his hand ever actually guided a knife through a pumpkin? When he had young kids, I don't think Halloween was yet mm. hopping across the Atlantic. It was still a pagan uh, ritual. Right. Come on, it's not that old. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so basically i'm i can say with a decent degree of confidence that he has never done this activity right like so so how are you gonna so go about let's doing say this? that the stars aligned and this is happening right that me and him are in a room and we're like we're doing this like it's happening maybe yeah. maybe under some kind of penalty of death like we're just both in the room and we're like let's let's do it because i just don't see any other way that he's like hey neil let's do this you know or you're volunteering at a school it's halloween yeah I mean, something yeah. like that yeah something like that so let's say i in another life become a teacher right uh, yes. in, in the UK and uh, <laughs> uh, we get a letter you know three weeks before Halloween from uh, 
HMS, uh, His Majesty's uh, Crowns, whatever. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> anything about the palace. This. Yeah, from the palace, from uh, from Windsor or from from wherever. And they're like, uh, your school has been selected for a little Halloween thing, so he's going to come, and uh, you guys are going to just do a little pumpkin. We're going to take some some snaps of it, you know. Right. Cool. That's how I see this playing out potentially. And then the school goes, okay, who's who wants to do this? Like it's going to be, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. That's 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 what's going to happen. So the Irish monarchists themselves, exactly. Like, and I'm almost doing it as a protest you know and i'm gonna like squeeze in some irish in, into it where i say like you know chucky our law do you know what that means do you know that phrase no, no i do not know what that means enlighten quite, me quite dodgy okay. so uh chucky our law is the the catchphrase of the ira basically which was our day will come in irish chucky or law chucky or law chucky or law yeah and you would say that too exactly. I, would, I would drop it in i'd be like yeah. uh so can you just uh, chuck your lot that over here, you know? Yeah. And then he'd be like, what did you say? And I'd be like, can you chuck that over here, please? You know, so I, you know, just yeah. kind of sneak it's it in. It's Welsh. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no, there's no overlap okay. there. Okay, well, there he, you go. He may have heard that phrase thrown at him before, though. So maybe I shouldn't. He maybe may I shouldn't. remember the times. Yeah, I, I should probably avoid being arrested and stuff in general, let's say, for this activity. Treason, yeah. But I think what I would I'd have to do from there, just like him, is just grit our teeth and just get through it. Like, I would even maybe take him aside and be like, look, I know this isn't like you, you don't want to be here. I get it. To be honest, I, I, I don't really want to do this either. So let's just, yeah, let's just power through. And he'd be probably, I can imagine he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. You know, like he, he'd, he'd be like, you, you get, get on with it now. Give, give you the encouragement. to carry on. Yeah, well, I must simply you know, keep calm and uh, carve the pumpkin. Yeah. So like, who's doing the dirty work? You know, it's me like from the start. Oh yeah, for sure. So he's going to be like, maybe you could cut the top. And I, yeah, I got, thanks. Yeah, I got it. You know, cut the top off, scoop all the shit out. And he, yeah. I, like, how much help is he giving? Zero, like start yeah. to finish. But he gets to light the candle that you oh, put the, into I, the oh, carved pump. He gets all the, like, because you're going to, you know, there's going to be a press photo with his hand, like in it, you know, that's all staged, you know, like that's just me clearing it all out. And then he's like, all right, I'll take it from here. And then, you know. Just horrific stuff. Yeah. You think he'll he'll have good memories of uh, of the event? I think he'll have, you? he'll have forgotten it by seven minutes after finishing the the seven minutes. Like exactly. he, he, once he's back in the car, he'll be like, oh, right, well, what's from tea? You know, like yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone onto Highgrove. And meanwhile, for me, it's like a story I tell my grandkids. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Exactly. For you, it's it's uh, a deeply unequal yeah. uh, scenario. I have to say, yeah, unbelievable. But uh, I think like I wouldn't regret it, but I wouldn't enjoy it at the time. You know. Carving a pumpkin with a kink, though. I mean, it's not everyday it's, stuff. Yeah, you can add it to your CV, you know. Or yeah. like in, in corporate uh, team building events when you have to do like two truths and a lie, you know. I would, I would drop it in there for sure. I'd be like, I uh, carved a pumpkin yeah. with British royalty, you know. You could headline your LinkedIn. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean. Once carved. Yeah. Tinder yeah. Tinder bio. If I was yeah. single, I, that's, uh, yeah. you drop it right back in there. Yeah. And hopefully you get a certificate to prove it as well. Yeah, right? you would think. Or at least a photo, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think this this scenario has its its pluses let's say for you absolutely yeah. I mean. but it's just it's just a shame that i know that our creative work of making this pumpkin is purely my work you know right so like it's just it's just me carving a pumpkin really you know and him saying yeah th- i him did that getting too. the credit exactly i don't like you it. feel hard done by him i already feel kind of annoyed about it and it hasn't even happened it's not even going to happen <laughs> uh, just to be clear <laughs> but i'm already annoyed about it yeah. well there you go so Jeez. um now would you like a star of the cinema or a musician for the next scenario? I think I can go musician. I'm saving star of the cinema for last because I feel like that's going to lead okay. to some, some hot takes. Yeah. So I'm inputting into our machine here. Neil and Lady Gaga Ooh. jump roping. Oh, 
That's a tricky one as you well. You want to jump rope? Now, Lady Gaga, right? She's one of those celebs that, short of like a few moments, you don't really get to know her much, right? Like mm. she and I... I also I have, an actress now, by the way. As well, so, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually right. my primary way of kind of sizing her up, right? right. Is, right. is all the work she did on, on A Star Is Born, right? So Lady Gaga, the musician, I have as a fellow musician, you know, uh, huge respect for like amazing uh, singer songwriter she's she's great like great performer as far as i know i've never seen her but like do you think she also plays her own songs on loop like you do i wouldn't put it past her okay put it that way put it that way i think any musician you know who has stuff on spotify swings by their catalog now and then just Mm -hmm. to dust it off and inflate uh, just keep the cobwebs off you know Mm -hmm. like make sure that's getting a spin you know that's all I'm saying. No judgment all, here. No judgment here. Although, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no. So so myself and Gaga, I think, when it comes to skipping, jumping rope, the one thing about LG, about Lady Gaga, that struck me is when she was doing the press tour for A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. she had this like quite emotional story she would tell about how... Um, Bradley Cooper was like the only one on set who really believed in her and blah, blah, blah. And the first time she told it, it's like a really nice story and it's like, you know, he really helped me through it. But she went on to tell that exact same story 15 times. And there's a compilation on YouTube of her telling the same exact story and with the same exact phrasing and like getting a bit teary about it and emotional. Mm, like a politician's yeah, stump yeah, speech. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fully prepped, basically. Like I'm sure she's practiced it, you know. And that, I was like, oh, that's that's a mm. shame. Because I do, I do have a soft spot for extremely authentic celebrities who are like just riffing you know tom holland just like la- throwing out whatever saying mm-hmm. the wrong stuff you know like yeah. and i feel like she's not that like i think uh okay. well so when it comes to to jumping rope right which again let's what scenario is this so like i would say uh probably this, it's again the school that i'm in the same school this uh famous uk school right that keeps getting visited by celebrities for some <laughs> reason fantastic and they send an email to the principal being like miss gaga is in town wants to do like a social outreach uh, play date with uh you know with the school you know by the way in the school are you the the gym teacher or what are you let's say i recently transferred like as in i have to be for this story right so i guess i give up english teaching and uh they 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 don't want to fire me but they're like you're not good at english teaching so you're now the the gym teacher those that can't teach teach gym exactly yeah Yeah, school of rock jack black pour some out there you go deep cut so i think lady arrives i'm calling her lady as as if it's her her first name so she she arrives and uh she's like telling whoever will listen you know like uh i used to jump rope when i was in school it was super fun it was the only thing i could do to get through that you know like a sob story about it and then i'd be like well we actually have one over here if you'd like to uh, give it a try now here's a question when you say two people are jumping rope just two people you need three people to to effectively jump rope right you so, might actually need four if you yeah. are both jumping simultaneously. Exactly. So let's let's assume then, can we recruit some more like kids or, or something? Or you each have your own jump rope and are yeah. facing then, off. So then it's just like a fitness, uh, I think. Where right. do I do? Let's but do that's some, not what this would be, right? Yeah. I feel like no. Yeah, no. I, think, I think what's more likely is it would be like, for the photo op, we're going to get the kids to swing the rope and then Neil and... and well, maybe and, King Charles stuck around after the yeah, pumpkin and he's going to hold the rope. This could be one event, yeah. actually. How about that? This yeah. could be like a Halloween bonanza you know, event where everyone comes to the school and like, you know, so that's what happens. So uh, me and her were were skipping away and then my leg inevitably, you know, contacts the rope at some point, I'm sure, because I'm not 
deep. I'm not that coordinated. We mm-hmm. we we've established through many sporting endeavors. Working right? on the agility. Exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a the work is never done. You know, it's a, a lifelong journey. It's a journey. Yeah. It's um, a padawan of of mobility. You know, there you go. Always learning. So inevitably, I will ruin the the skipping. And I think she's going to be a little bit harsh on me, actually. Like she'll, she'll you think be, she'll be quite good. Oh, she'll the, be great. Yeah. Okay, she's, yeah. she's one of those people, I'm sure, that's just great at everything she does. You know, mm. like she, the fact that she could be thrown into a movie and pretty act like decent. Have you seen uh, Star is Born? Not only that, I also saw her in House of Gucci. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So I think we need to kind of park that one because <laughs> I haven't seen it, and I think she was badly directed potentially. Like I don't think she played bad. I just yeah. think the the accent was yeah, something exactly. out of Transylvania when exactly. she was playing someone from Milano. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the problem because. A good director would have been like, "This is not working. Let's do a new accent. You know, mm. let's let's figure something out here." In this case, the bad director being Ridley Scott himself. Yeah, terribly little known uh, name. He's never directed another movie, as far as I know. Uh-huh. Beginner, certainly not. Uh, one of the <laughs> amateur hour movie franchises of all time. <laughs> no, uh, I think this was a rare misstep for for Ridley. So uh, let's let's uh, call it what it is, right? But uh, can't so, hit them all. Can't hit them all. But Lady Gaga certainly does when she uh, when given the right material. I think she's she's good, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's she's uh, one of the biggest names in pop. She's a decent actor when given the right stuff. So I think like when you put her with a skipping rope, she skips the hell out of that. Fantastic, rope, right? Uh, so I'm just a bit concerned that when I mess it up, she's going to be like, oh, again. You know, and like as a joke and like a bit of like, ha, 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 like slapping, yeah. or, and, but then also a bit like, okay, I get it. Like I messed up, you know, leave me alone. Right. You know, right. I think she would be, because she's, she probably holds herself to a high standard. She would also hold me to a very high standard. Right. And I'm not comfortable with that. No, you don't like that style of leadership no, from, from it's lady. It's not how I like to lead a okay. team okay. of direct reports. Yeah. So, um, I feel like, again, this is one of those scenarios that I'll be telling the grandkids, you know, I'll yeah. be like, this happened and it was great. But inwardly, I'll know wasn't wasn't a highlight really, you know. So you kind of have a falling out both with King Charles and Lady Gaga, which says more about me than anything really. Yeah, I think you're, you're kind of tough to work with. I'm a prickly individual, I mean, as it. But like, yeah, I feel just with celebrities, you kind of have a different standard. Like, you know, if if it was me and random Joe off the street, I'd probably have a, a fine time, you know. Right. But there's something about the celebrity dynamic where I almost. I anticipate being disappointed, you know, mm. like that. Okay, they're the, they're important here. They're going to get the, you know. I don't yeah. know. It's actually it, it, I hadn't even thought of this that like it's hard to to know really genuinely if you if you just suspend disbelief and play these scenarios out. It's like probably actually some of them wouldn't be as fun as they initially sound. <laughs> like no. carving a pumpkin with uh, <laughs> with Charles. With, with, got to power through. Yeah, got to carry on. So I think we will keep calm and carry on, and we will skip some rope with with uh, with Lady. But uh, it, it just, it's one of those stories that I'll tell and get great reactions on, but uh, won't ever, you know, really love the experience. There's no drinks at Charles's place afterwards with no. all three of you. This is what I'm, so, so far for two of these scenarios, like two out of the three, I've felt that it'll be one and done. Like we're not okay. going to bond. There's no way no we're going to, we're not going to exchange numbers or be like, oh, oh let's hang yeah. out, you know, like, no, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Unfortunately. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, me too. You ready for the final scenario? That so. is uh, with a star of the cinema. It is. I've got really high hopes for this scenario. Uh, I think uh, I think this uh, this could really go somewhere. So inputting yeah. into the machine here again. Neil and Sly Stallone, oh. Sylvester Stallone, oh. put together a time capsule. Oh, I actually think this is like top five lifetime moments like this this, is, this genuinely could be and i mean 
Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say like any any era sliced alone, this is good, you know. Like oh, absolutely. Young, plucky, riding rocky yeah. times, or even now, like now you know, the wise sliced yeah. alone. You exactly. Know? No, no, no. Seen things like maybe slower a bit physically, but still the same same sharp dude as yeah. ever. Right. I feel like like anything he does, he would put immense thought and focus into it and make it like, yeah, we've got to do something, we've got to make it good, you know? Like he, he Movement. Would, yeah. He's like, you don't do things by half. Like, you know, he, he would really like make sure... He would sure motivate you in a different way from Gaga as well. Probably more yeah, effective. Way more. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm susceptible to that kind of uh, like lead by example and he'd be like, I'm going all in on this. Like he, he would be, yeah. let's make the best time capsule ever, you know? This guy, like, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen, just Google, like, Sylvester Stallone early interviews from, like, around when Rocky came out, you know? He's, like, insanely articulate, ridiculously plucky, like, to the you point You sent that, me one of those, yeah, actually. That's the one I mean. Yeah, like, that's it's, brilliant. He, it's shocking, because you, you, if you're exposed to him now, if you're someone who's born in the last, like, 20 years, or, or maybe just over that, you think of him as, isn't he in the, the Expendables, and he did those... Uh, oh, you know, uh, yeah. you're Wadrian. Exactly, yeah, and, like, mm. boxing movies, like, hmm, mm. isn't he kind of like a Fast and Furious, Vin Diesel, kind of, The Rock kind of guy? And, it, unfortunately, that is how his, his career has ended up, like, you know, but... The guy who wrote Rocky and then insisted on starring in it is like an insanely interesting character. Like, and uh, yeah, I actually think I need to deep dive more into him as a as a guy. He seems yeah. like very cool, very underrated in terms of his uh, creative abilities, including the the writing and yeah. the and and just thinking out thinking out the Rocky franchise. Even yeah. for example, like yeah, yeah knowing the, all the beats like before yeah. it happened, and then showing up on set. And each day in his little trailer, this is the first trailer he's ever been in, right? He's like never been the lead in anything uh, film-wise. And every day he's walking out of his trailer, getting a call, being like, okay, Sylvester, uh, we're going to start filming now. And he's looking in the mirror like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like he, because he he literally has the biggest imposter syndrome possible, but he's just walking out and like, God, I just fake it till I make it, I guess. And then he did every day. And then eventually becomes one of the biggest, most successful uh, franchises Mm -hmm. in film history. But uh, that level of like betting on yourself, is almost always ill-advised, you know? Like Absolutely. 99,000 out of 100,000, 999,000, yeah, nine out of a million people shouldn't do that because nope. they, they don't have what it actually is needed to bet on yourself that much, right? But he for sure did, and that was what led to... to and his historic made. rival having a very similar path, Arnold. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. Another guy who betted on himself... Big time. Despite, and again and again in different fields, right? He took it to Being only a, different levels. I, I mean, I don't put it past him to be uh, Prez. Can mm. he do that? He, he can because he's yeah. not, although he is an American citizen, he's not a natural born because uh, he's uh, he's uh, naturalized, right? Yeah. But two-time governor of California, which it's, is one of the maybe yeah. five biggest executive jobs, yeah. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, and, uh, by fifth all biggest accounts, economy in the world. Exactly. Yeah. And doing a good job by all accounts. Like not, mm. not a bad like, yeah, governor. I mean, yeah. Arnold. I mean that's a, yeah, that's a guy you want to uh, you want to have on your team too. Yeah. But back to the time capsule. So Sly, like as I said, he's going to take it very seriously, mm-hmm. and he's going to be like, "We're going to make a really good time capsule here." He's thinking way ahead. He's like, "They're going to open it in like three thousand AD," you know, or like he's he's like yeah. thinking way ahead. Mars. Yeah. yeah, and I think he would also be quite humble about it, you know, because I of course I'm going to suggest should we put a DVD of of Rocky in here, you know. He'd be like, nah, people are gonna see it. I mean, let's find some other stuff. You know, he's like, mm. he's kind of. A, He'd say, no, let's put a, you know, a Fellini black and white or something yeah, in yeah. there. You know, he would something beautiful. Like he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna want like uh, something representative of broader mankind. You know, uh, Van he's, Gogh or something. Yeah, you yeah, know? one of those. One of the like he's gonna like make a little list. You know, that level of sophisticated. I really think yeah. so. Yeah, 
Like, and I, I don't think you would even need much encouragement. Like, mm. I'm sure that if you said, Mr. Salone, you're going to get paid $10 million if you take part in this uh, time capsule. Yeah, okay, he'll do it. But like, he also would probably be like, yeah, I have some free time. I'll do it for free. You know, like mm. maybe I'm in, in, being too positive to all the, in Sylvester here, but like, I feel uh, this is like the task for him. This is something he, he should be doing. I think so. And I, it would be a privilege to, uh, to just be there, to be in the room, let alone in, inputting on the same time capsule. Yeah, I could only. I would just be throwing little ideas. I'd be like, uh, "What about uh, an Elton John song?" Yeah, trying then, not to impose too much. Yeah, yeah, right? and, the, and see if he goes for it. You know, yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, Bruce Springsteen, maybe." You know, and, yeah. and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, this sounds good." And but I think he, I think he'd really try to involve you. You know, I say, yeah. "Hey, Neil, what do you think?" Huh? Yeah, huh? Like, whoa, whoa, geez, I want to hear from you. Yeah. This shouldn't be all my stuff. Yeah, huh? you don't know? listen to me. I don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, yeah, probably he's a very considerate dude as well. Yeah. I think so. You would say a team player. Team player, I, for I, sure. I would assume. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I think that's like a top. As I said, that's like a dream scenario. That uh, not only would I tell my grandkids, I would, you know, inwardly be like, "That was an amazing time." I think that's. Uh, I can die happy. Yeah, and I think if we loop it back, actually, yeah. to the to the interrail. Yeah. Oh, give, give me three months with Sly yeah. Stallone oh, on yeah. interrail, and it won't be enough. Big time. You'll be and like, he's uh, not actually. Uh, although he is, you know a bit wide and mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. he's not a big guy so you don't have the issues for example that the rock has in terms of fitting on those uh those trains yeah and so. those little sleeper carriages yeah. and stuff like that yeah exactly. i think he'll, he'll be fine like yeah. he, he now his age like and his, his condition maybe holds him back a bit like when you're interrailing around europe there's a lot of castles and hills and stairs and stuff you know and he may be like i'm gonna wait down here you know like he's he might leave you off a bit but still uh, it's a shame he didn't make the top 10 uh, highest paid actors because he would have been uh, an easy uh, shoe in for, for the intro trip. He would have in another era. Um, any guess uh, to uh, to how old Sylvester Stallone is? Maybe it's harsh, but I'm, I'm thinking like almost 70 something, 74 or 5. He is uh, 76. Ah, uh, Which is the same age as uh, as the boss, right? Bruce Springsteen. And what a contrast, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh no! Here's the real contrast. Mm-hmm. King Charles is seventy-four. No, two oh. years younger than Sly Stallone. Jesus, yeah. that puts things in perspective. Yeah, age is just a number, right? Like, yeah. holy shit, it's all down to personality, right? Like, you're you're as old as you act and feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. to a certain and degree. the work you you put in, uh, yeah. I guess, yeah. also from the physical perspective. Jeez, yeah. That's rough. He's two years older than yeah. King Charles. Uh, but like even like I I'm I've always been like quite staunchly anti like Trump for example you know, but also for his age like killing it no Trump like Trump, he, yeah I think his his only issue is the the, 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 the overweightness yeah, yeah, like the, sure. the obesity he's actually. an obese man that's for yeah. sure but yeah. just like if you look at this guy's face and also like his talking I know he's like a nonsensical lunatic the, the energy level yeah. especially considering he probably sleeps three or four hours a night exactly you know yeah. he's going from rally to rally yeah. like he's getting out on stage yeah. like I don't envy him but it's, it's like uh, whereas with Biden you, you, you start oh, to yeah. see the age right oh, like yeah. that's... and they're the same age but or like Biden's two years his senior or something like yeah. That. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah I think something like that and like right? you don't yeah. hold it against him you're like cool you know he got elected Biden's great but like he's an old guy you know yeah. but uh, not to say that Trump's great in any way just all things aside, looking good for his age. But that aging is a funny thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Also because I mean, apparently he only drinks Diet Coke, yeah. eats you know greasy burgers, whatever. It's it's a miracle he's he's still standing. Really. But I guess he 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 doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke. Does he not? So there could be something to do with that. Yeah, yeah sure. he doesn't like he's a he's a he's a teetotaler actually. And, I mean, yeah, I know he's fat, but like he yeah. plays a lot of golf. 
to the detriment of the United States economy, <laughs> but like he does play a lot of golf. I see the precedent, I think, with the most uh, yeah, golf days. By and, far. Uh, yeah. he, he was tracking like uh, Obama had two terms, obviously. So they had yeah. like eight years of data to right. show. And they tracked Trump next to it, and it was just like exponential. Yeah, explosion. I think Obama didn't even really enjoy the golf. It no. was more like a, a chore yeah. for him. Part of the role, part yeah, of yeah. the role, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Jeez. But that would be the the scenario of of having a golf outing with the uh, with the Ooh. Donald. Yeah, uh, I'd do that's, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, just apparently he's he is a good golfer. What do you hear? Mm. Uh, but he does. He is also very generous with the scoring. Yeah, to, yeah. towards himself, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know hyper competitive you might say so it would be quite an event you know hmm. uh yeah. i don't think anyone's gonna have a great time other than him but it's like <laughs> everyone's gonna be happy they did it kind of you know like yeah. i played golf for trump you know why not yeah but now we're way off piece this we, is, we uh, are we are way off sly to, uh, yeah. to unbelievable yeah. unbelievable yeah but these were some uh these are some hot hypotheticals hot yeah, takes I, these, I, yeah. I think so i think so and i think just the winner of it all seems to be sliced alone yeah i mean just far. sorry no contest and no offense to to Ms. Friend of the podcast yeah exactly we're gonna it, get him on uh, on a future episode yeah i think yeah. absolutely sly yeah. if you're listening we'll uh we'll have our people reach out to yours yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. We'll don't get be, you on. Uh, don't be a stranger. Yeah, just just give us a call. Fantastic, fantastic. Sweet. But I think Great. that's going to do. We've had a, a an absolute roller coaster hour here of yeah, uh, absolutely of takes and hypotheticals. Yeah. But uh, until next time, yes. Until uh, next time, thank you. One of many Neil Fitzpatrick's is a, a, a Nicola Volpe joint. Yeah, always a pleasure. Never sure. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>